and welcome back to another week of Big Rip Energy. I am Kyle O'Connor, and that is... I'm Jordan Hall. And Jordan Hall, your team had a big win this weekend. Huge win. Uh, I'm a University of Michigan fan. Literally born in the uh, University of Michigan Hospital, so it runs deep, deep in my veins. These last 10 years had been rough. Very, very rough. First playoff appearance? Well... I don't want to see, I don't want to jinx you. So I won't be the most. Here's but. the thing. I've seen a lot of Twitter policing like we can't get ahead of ourselves. We have to beat Iowa. You know what? It doesn't really matter what I personally like if I'm looking ahead to the college football playoffs. I think it's going to have very minimal impact on what the team does on the field on Saturday night. I'd also say like it would be disappointing not to make a playoff appearance, but the season's been a success. Oh yeah, definitely. You could lose Iowa, and like we it'd be disappointing. But preseason, yeah, it would be disappointing. But you would largely be happy with the season. Oh, for sure. And I think the the big thing for me, I'm I'm a huge Harbaugh guy. Like if he didn't win this game, there wasn't really a way out for him. Whether it was this off season Coach or free. in two or three years, like he was he was gone. Now he has a path to a future. Like I love him. I love Juwan. They're both University of Michigan guys. Like that's the situation that I wanted for the for the team. And, and Jimmy might be able to get the it. recruiting rolling again now. You would certainly think so. Like it, it has to be. We got we got to be able to compete with the big boys again now. Hope. especially if we beat Iowa. I think it's better to see Iowa than if you would have seen Wisconsin. I'd rather see Iowa. To be completely honest, I know absolutely nothing about Iowa, and I thought I knew that Wisconsin was terrible. Apparently, they're not. So their defense is very good. Apparently, I know nothing about their defense. Team. Is Graham Mertz is a problem. I have zero idea other than Iowa, other than their big up front, but. I mean, you win, you're going to be the two or three seed. Yeah. There's no way you'll get the one. There's no way you'll get the four. And two and or three, you may. You cannot ask for a better semifinal. And I'm sure I will eat these words, but you can't ask for a better no, Even if you lose to Cincinnati, that's still the best Cincinnati. thing you can ask for. Definitely. Even if you lose, you'll take that all day long. So you need Georgia two, to rock Two Bama. wins, and we're looking at a national championship game. I would, out of experience, I would tell you not to get. I, I don't care. I, I will go there and get housed to go to the national championship game. Like, that will be a worthwhile you experience. Go. And we were discussing this in the office. It's in Indy. I live in Indiana. Are we sure that this isn't destiny? Is Michigan about to win the national championship? So, but following your logic, what you say on Twitter doesn't matter, but the fact that you live in Indiana, <laughs> the national title games in Indiana. I see no relevance <laughs> in any of that. I can tell no. you that going and getting rocked in the title game is, I think, hindsight, you will say I would have rather not been in it. See, I don't think so. I don't think people care about Michigan as much to dog them. Like, when Notre Dame loses, everyone's, it's like when Duke loses, everyone's like, ah, suckers. But I do think Harbaugh they'd care about That's, as much. That is the I think the they catch. will rock Harbaugh and be like, oh, we beat Ohio State, and then you go and get rocked. Never should have been there, and then that whole narrative starts, and you have to stay off of social media for two weeks. Mm. Not that I would know anything about this, but it will happen. <laughs> it doesn't sound like personal experience. Or it could get real nuts, Michigan-Notre Dame title game. That would be... Incredible. Terrible. ESPN. <laughs> you said incredible. So said, well, incredible because we'd have a chance of winning. Yeah. No offense. ESPN, that would, they would wet their pants about that. Could you, I mean, this this is going to require Notre Dame beating Georgia, which, which won't happen, but it would be wild for, we are going to Lucas oil. If that happens. Definitely. Greeny would be, won't happen, no. but, and that, I think it would probably be the worst national title game in quite some time. But to be fair, it actually it. might be a great game. Like it would be, it wouldn't be high quality. Close, but it, it, could it would be a, be a close, close game. game. It'd be a lot better game than if we played Georgia. True. 
Or you guys play Georgia. But, yeah, so it's, to recap college football quickly, it's looking like uh, Georgia's going to be the one seed. Like, unless they get rocked by Bama, Which even if happen. they could even lose, they're going to be the one seed. Um, Michigan will likely be likely. in as either two or three. Um, Cincy will likely be in either as three or four. And then it comes down to Bama, Notre Dame, and Oklahoma State has a bit of a shot, too. Oklahoma State is not good. I do want to throw back. Uh, I came in one morning uh, to work and told you that I had gone on a future spree at the the urging of one, the Bear. Three of Three through three uh, three futures to get into the college football playoff. Oregon, obviously, that was oh, a terrible okay. idea. Michigan, Cincy, and well, I guess probably one or the other was always going to happen. But wasn't Stroud for Heisman on there too? Yeah, that was that was which was looking great after the state game. Yeah, but then something had to give between Michigan playoff and Stroud Heisman. Definitely, probably. and it turned out that what what was to give was Ryan Day was like, you know what? Let's not throw the ball. I saw one pass down the field that I remember. Yeah, your fellow with with two last names. He apparently is the best football player in the entire world. I had no idea who he was before that game. And I will, I think I tweeted this and said it would self-destruct. I haven't self-destructed it yet. I need to. And I will say it once. I am happy for Jim Harbaugh. Really? All right. I, that has to be just, I mean, he's a good dude. He's obviously not had a ton of success. That had to feel so good. Did you see the like his emotion on the sidelines after? Like it was unreal. I I I do feel good for him cuz I in sports his position and what happened, I can't imagine there's very many better feelings. Like short of winning a national title, which neither of our schools are going to do for a very long time. Speak for yourself. I think <laughs> I think that I mean, I think that's, that's top the, that, that was the Super Bowl. Let's be yeah. honest. And that's what worries me about this week. But we'll, we'll get to that later. All right, yeah. enough nonsense. Let's get to some serious business. We had a great interview. Uh, Ryan Bannister, RBI Crew 7 in St. Peter's, Missouri, uh, which I believe is, is a, a burb of, of St. Louis. Too close he's to St. Louis. He's from the Lou, and he's proud. Um, that was our interview for this week. We interviewed him at the Chicago Sports Spectacular a um, little over a week ago now. Uh, very knowledgeable. He gave you a couple guys to to look out for. One that you took his advice very basically seriously. immediately. <laughs> I've bought a couple since then too. Of course you. Have. I mean nothing nothing of his is high end now, but I'm loading up. Um, it was really really fun. He, he's a good guy. Big, you'll find out. Big LeBron guy. Big LeBron guy. Unfortunately, a Yachty and Wayno guy too. Which. I think all Cardinals fans are. I feel like you might need to just get over that one. No. Oh, Surely there to. is no Cardinals fan out there that doesn't like Yachty or Molina. If you're a Cardinals fan out there and you can prove to me that you don't like Yachty or Wayno, get in touch. I will give you something. You <laughs> get, get a slab. Got a Lou Bob slab. Got a Lou Bob slab for you. You want to get right to Ryan though? Yeah. That being said, rbicrew7.com, uh, and you can find him on all the socials at rbicrew7. And as a reminder, this was in person. At the Chicago Sports Spectacular. And we're here at the Chicago Sports Spectacular show. We're with Ryan Bannister, RBI Crew 7. We kind of found a spot in the back here to hang out yes. and talk a little bit. <laughs> yeah. We already went by by your setup. You uh, you brought a lot. Uh, I brought a few. Do you now, typically bring this much to a show? Uh, we used to bring like bargain boxes and stuff, but no, we, we brought like eight cases full of display case cards. So basically, yeah, that's about all I wanted to bring. And I... I sell out other space to the other people so 
for two man operation, I don't want to have more than that, obviously. Right. So yeah. How many shows do you get to a year? Not as much as I used to. Now with the shop and the family, I literally well, this is the first one in two years here per se that I would do. I don't do the Labor Day, but basically the national and two Chicago shows a year, March and November. Um, as my other youngest gets older, I'll try to get out there a little bit more like I used to, but it's just this is it, man. How important is it for you as a, as a business owner to get out here and network with some of the other shop owners? Oh, it's it's very important. I've been doing it. I've been coming here for, uh, I think, 10 years now. And that's that was for, obviously, Instagram time, you know, Twitter. We were doing a lot of YouTube back then. So we, we built a lot of relationships over the years at this show. This was key for us. And we would go to other shows like Cincinnati and Houston, TriStar. But uh, it's networking is the biggest thing. I met some of my best friends by coming to the show that I still talk to every day that we don't even live anywhere near one another you know so it's key like we're networking right now yeah so i mean it, it's big and especially in this industry it's 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 always a big thing to network and i think every show we've done every shop we've been to rbi crew comes up <laughs> um specifically you referred to us uh, like garrett louisville sports mm -hmm. cards um how how what is the I guess fraternity or even men and women, what's the community like around shop owners? Do you know most of the people here when you come to a show? And on social media, it seems like you guys are very supportive of each other. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I think uh, shops should be working together. There's no question, you don't need, this is in the 80s and 90s, you don't need to work against each other and just be the almighty dower. You need to help one another out, uh, especially locally for us when people come in. You know, we say, hey, we don't have that, but such and such shop does down the road. They're bigger into Pokemon. They may have what you want. I, you know, we want to support other good shops that are good for the industry, for the hobby. So for all of us working together, I mean, Indy Card Exchange, Louisville, uh, you know, all those, all the other shops, Card Collector 2, uh, Sports Card Junction. I mean, I can name off a ton of shops I'm close to, but working together with one another is not only beneficial for us, but it's beneficial for your customers and the collectors and the hobby. So building, building a coalition against Michael Rubin. <laughs> no comment, no comment. So let's get into the scene. Uh, Starting off in, in your collecting journey, did you collect as a kid? Oh, 100%. 100%. Uh, I used to, uh, got into cards, uh, early 90s, dad traded car parts, he was a car guy, to the, uh, I guess, 16-year-old kid across the street for a bunch of cards. Because he's like, I'll get my kid into it. And then I got into baseball. And uh, funny, I got really into hockey cards. Because obviously, Mighty Ducks, everything was popping when we were growing Gordon up. Gordon Bombay. Gordon Bombay, <laughs> you know it, yeah. Uh, so I got really big into hockey. And right now, I don't do a lot of hockey anymore. I don't watch a lot of hockey. At least the Blues finally you know, did it for the St. Louis. It was awesome. You guys know all about winning Stanley Cups. <laughs> we don't know that too much except one time. But I collected hockey. And then I got into football in like 94, Marshall Falk. But then... Uh, Kenny Lofton was my guy growing up. There we he go. Was, and uh, that's where RBI Crew 7 comes from. The 7 comes from wow. Kenny Lofton for me and then my business partner, uh, J.D. Drew, for him. They both wore 7. So that's Chicago Cubs legend Kenny Lofton, Chicago right? Cubs, <laughs> Pittsburgh Pirate. I mean, how, how long we got to talk about every yeah. team Kenny Lofton played He's a very for, good so. basketball player, too. Was he? Yeah, yeah. yeah actually, go, no, I remember yeah. college. Yeah, he was. So, no, Kenny Lofton's who I collect as a kid. And uh, I remember I would collect everyone I didn't have, put him in a top loader tape it on my wall and I tape every one I had like this Kenny Lofton shrine as a kid growing up so. have you ever you met him Ken oh uh, yeah, yeah I did because uh, what do you think Kenny would have yeah. said coming into your room probably like yeah get me out of here <laughs> uh, I met him at the 2014 <laughs> national he was signing in Cleveland obviously and uh, I got his autograph and I literally it was weird like I felt starstruck for the first time in my life I'm like this is my childhood hero I had somebody draw this amazing drawing of him and he we tweeted at him and I walk up and he's like I've seen this before I'm like how did you see it? It's like custom made. He's like, no, I've seen this online. I was like, 
well, how? He's like, somebody tweeted at me. I was like, oh, yeah, that was me. I forgot. My bad. <laughs> I didn't know what to say. I'm like, you're literally meeting your childhood here, you know? So, uh, so I wore. Farley s- SNL skit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, ex- <laughs> basically. So, so yeah, I, I wore seven throughout, you know, high school, sports, everything. Still seven to this day, or 17 was the other one if seven was gone, per se. But, uh, yeah, that's basically what I collected as a kid. So how, how did the store come about? Um, basically, so we've been open. It'll be 10 years in January. Wow. It's crazy to think that. And. After college, I, I left, and you know, I, I long story short, I worked. In my, I got a gig in minor league baseball as an internship my last year of college. Wanted to be in sports, got in, was offered basically a job two weeks in for what I was doing. Like they were impressed, the GM uh, convinced me not to take it. He said, "You don't, you're too smart. You don't need to be here." Let not me stop you real quick. Say, Kyle, does that yeah. sound familiar? Same path. Same path. Really. What minor league team? Uh, I was Memphis Rebels, Cardinals uh, affiliate. Okay, so I was Rochester Red Wings, which okay. was the Twins affiliate, and then yep. the Iowa Cubs. Yep, mm-hmm. same path. And same I path. was basically told by people, "You don't want to do this." Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I'm like, "What do you mean I want to do this?" Like, you don't want to do this. And about you and you, a lot were of made, hours, not a lot of pay. Hey, well, <laughs> apparently, uh, from my understanding, the better views is for somebody who tipped something <laughs> off, and they came in. They said, "You're working these interns 40 hours a week, not a penny more." And apparently, it was a whole ordeal after yeah. after I left, of course. After of course, we left, yeah, you know, yeah. we, so we had the brutal days of it. But uh, so, yeah, I le- you know, I go to go back to my last year of school and, you know, I wanted to do cards for a living. So I moved up here basically with five hundred dollars in my name, a two row box, live with my now business partner at the time. And uh, we started traveling. I was traveling 40, 40 plus weeks a year. And that's where I networked a lot was traveling across this before wife, kids. All that. And uh, the story goes, basically, we dealt with this one little shop in Florida, Missouri, I went in one day as normal and he's like I think I'm gonna I'm gonna sell out I'm done I'm gonna get a job it's just not paying so what, what, you want to sell he's like I'll sell everything he said let me go talk to my family I said okay this point I'm like I don't want to I always wanted to shop as a kid it was my dream but at this point I'm like I'm enjoying traveling but hey we'll, we'll give us a go so walk in said okay I talked to my wife I said all right so we had cases die cast cases cards everything product this is 2010 at the time he goes I want seven Said you want seven thousand for everything? He goes no, seven hundred dollars. I was like, you want seven hundred dollars for your whole shop? He goes, I just want to keep this this wrestling box and two of these diecasts. I want nothing. You can have it all. All right, here we go. We're doing it. You know, we're <laughs> opening a shop. You know, yeah, and then the deal. <laughs> so this is a little three hundred square foot shop. And uh, sorry, I'm going on the story about it behind no, it. If that's okay. Please keep going. Uh, and I'm like, you know, like we're just going to take this over. We're going to talk to the landlord. You know, we're just going to take over. Yeah, landlord's like giving us a run about. I think we're gonna run out to the people upstairs, and he's giving me a run around for three weeks. So we, I'm like, I've got to get this stuff out. I have all these product cases. I, I need to open a shop at this point. It's just down the road, thousand square foot shop, guys. Window and just the most random paper call if you want to rent. Called them up, basically negotiated. Uh, we paid literally our first year four hundred dollars a month for a thousand square feet, that ten years. Amazing. And uh, he gave us a whole remodel. I just said I need to need four white walls, make it look good, put some lighting in, we're good to go. And the rest is history. So we were there from uh, twenty eleven until the uh, actually the end of twenty nineteen, uh, January or December. Then we opened up our doors uh, in four in St. Peter's now. Uh, in 2020 at the beginning, and uh, the rest is history. Is so a, Is that a tough move, going from the, the nostalgic location to a It, it was. It was hard, but I also didn't live out there. I lived 30 minutes west to where, you know, I lived three minutes from my now current shop, which I don't anymore, but it was right, you know, right by my kid's school, and we just were looking, and it was, uh, it was hard to say goodbye, but new beginnings, fresh start, and I'm glad we did because, you know, we, we moved at the right time before the boom, and obviously when the boom hit, things went down quick and I'm like oh my gosh we just made a life-changing move I'm paying $1,200 or more rent than I ever did I'm paying more of this 
And obviously, you saw, we all knew what happened next, and it was the best thing we ever did because we love our location now. Customers enjoy coming to our shop. We, we have a prime location, great traffic, great community, and I uh, couldn't be happier. So it's kind of the story. So the show is called Big Rip Energy. How much mm-hmm. do you rip? How much do you want to know I rip? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, I go in spurs. It just depends on products. Um, my wife loves to rip. So we do uh, triple threads every year. It's one of her favorite. We do definitive sterling. Now, when you say you rip, are you ripping uh, a box or a case? Oh, cases. Okay. I, okay. I can't do one box. <laughs> I will see the thing with me as a shop owner, and I do not, I will never take a box off my shelf and rip it because I don't want to take from my customer. I will specifically have a case ordered for me or put bag because I don't want to take any risk of them. You know, that's not right. I don't want to pull something big off the shelf and then feel bad about like a, it. Like a customer could have customer, it. it's yeah. not. It's not fair. And I'm always that way. And I uh, I love ripping cases. I was telling you before, last night I ripped three cases of 2021 Definitive Baseball and a uh, case of Top Sterling for my my birthday. But uh, I love Flawless, National Treasures. You you pulled the uh, Cracked Ice. Yes. Herbert, rookie, yes. jersey number from Indy. Did you pull from Indy Card Exchange? I did. Okay. Andy picked the box. So I don't rip as much football, but I do rip NT and like impeccable fuss. So I didn't do any contenders last year. The draft happens this year, and every year I have a draft party at my house, and I invite employees, my family. So they're all getting their football. I said, I'm going to rip a case of contenders. I'm going to do it. It's draft night. I'm, I love the true NFL. contenders. The real true contenders. Okay. I get my first box in. It's horrific. I get my second box. I get a plate of, I can't remember. Get to my third box. Cracked ice. Like, all right. Got a cracked ice. I see the Chargers logo. I'm like, if it's Josh Kelly, I'm going to lose my stuff. <laughs> I'm literally like slow rolling it, and I just see the helmet, slam the, didn't slam it, just set it down, scream running my hands on my wife and kids are like, what's going on? My friends are like, what happened? I'm like, you're not going to, I did it, I did it. And sure enough, there it is, cracked ice, the 20, the true. So so you, of Herbert. Of Herbert. So two of the 22 two of the are 20, sitting at this table. Uh, correct. 20, two of the 23. 23. Yes, two of the 23. That's I still bonkers. have. That is that bonkers. Is so I still have mine. I, I said I I, uh, I kept two Herberts that, and I pulled a flawless true RPA at 9.5, and that's it. I had everything else Herbert sold, so I'm going to keep these because I at one point had 63 Mahomes rookie autos going <laughs> into the Cleveland National with 101s, immaculate, everything. I, I, got, I got Mahomes right. I just sold everything before week three of his first uh, first year starting. So I said I'm not going to make the same mistake. Do you have any mistake. of it? Not any of those. <laughs> I you, you you guys would throw. Up, I'll show you pictures later. Are we it, talking seven figures? What you'd still have if you held it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Macklin Shield one one the true uh, contenders optic gold rookie auto optic green oh rookie auto. Um, I'll show you pictures and then you can go throw up later. But if it, you correctly got them right. Yeah. Correctly. And just, pride is worth more than money. Everyone. Yeah, yeah I knew it right. I just. But hey, this is what I tell people: don't focus on the things that you sold too early because you're always going to do it. Think about the things you sold at the right time that went down that never panned out you know you don't think about those you think about the things that bite you in the butt but they didn't i mean but there's a good chance this card i sold to andy ends up being a it's uh, there's a good chance it's very possible with the kid i I have you were willing to sell i would be a buyer too so i kept my hey but you know what anything can happen i mean anything but i like him a lot and i think he's everything that when drew Brees, one of the greatest quarter one of the top greatest quarterbacks what he said about herbert and his arm and how that ball gets faster as it goes. That that's not normal. Like that's he you're is, gifted. He's physically a freak. He's a physically he's a, a freak. freak, and he's. I think he's in a, a, the right organization, and good chance Chargers could be coming to St. Louis in some uh, some time frame. We're hoping. So we've talked about some bangers. I'm sure people come in to sell all the time. Yep. Um, when we talked to Chris a couple weeks ago, the hilarious thing he said is, he said, "What was it? 
when I say cool, cool card, cool card bro. when yeah. I say cool card man or cool card bro, my staff knows it's time to come save me. <laughs> so I assume a lot of junk probably comes in. What yeah. are some of the bangers that have come in? Either a lot or a single. And then I want to hear about some weird ones. We'll some start weird with ones. Banger, okay. Uh, let's weird. think here, man. It's it's a lot. Um, we get obviously a ton of calls, and I have enough staff. They basically, you know. Take you know has to get through people to get to me. It has to my staff has to feel them out. Or, you know we're getting a lot of the eighties, nineties calls. You know that basically is what happens. But we do get some great stuff in there. Honestly, I'm I'm drawing a blank right now. We've had a lot of great things walking over the years, a lot of crazy stuff. But you just never know what's going to come in that door. Like, We've had like pawn stars. What's that? It's like pawn stars. Pawn stars. You truly the, don't. Uh, you truly the, don't. I mean, the dad in that scenario. Right. You got to get through. Yeah. You got to get through. Basically, because it's like you gotta go through I, I first. Yeah, know, and there's no disrespect that hey, I don't want to come out and do it. It's just. My staff can buy if it's things that they need. They can buy. Yeah, we eat up your whole day. Well, yeah, they yeah. they well, they'll come back and say, "Hey, I think he's going to be interested in these five. Let me run up back and I'll talk in the back and I'll talk to him, and then I'll come out and." It's like a car dealership, kind of. Yeah, yeah in the same yeah. shape before because I, I wear a lot of hats. I really do. We do product. We do everything like that. So uh, we want to give every customer time of day. It just doesn't always have to go through me when somebody can yeah. represent me, and they do it right. You know, we appreciate. You know, we are very appreciative of the people that we have in place to help us to limit that because. There's a lot, you know. There's a lot that goes into a shop nowadays. You know, we, this is work now. It wasn't work five. It was work five six years ago. This is work. This is nonstop now. So, um, my time is valuable because outside of work, my family is the most important thing to me. Obviously, no matter what. So I try to give them all that time when I can. Obviously. Do you ever get like the employee coming to the back with big eyes, like you got to see this card or you got to see this lot? Yeah, yeah. We get like we get. And the thing about me is um, they'll come back. And be like I, I mean, they'll be like, uh, this guy has a Gretzky rookie, and he told me $50. I'm like, all right, it's real. I'll be right out, and I'll come out like, sir, we can't pay you $50. He's like, what do you need to pay? Him? I was like, we're going to pay you a lot more than $50. Yeah. I said, you know, this, this isn't graded, so there could be trim. But I said, you know, we're going to pay you, I can't remember what I paid him, but several hundred dollars more, you know. Uh, very happy. Came back, sold me the rest of his stuff. Couldn't be more happier. We're going to be honest with you. We're not looking to, to screw you. We're not looking to take advantage. We're just going to be brutally honest. You know, we've got to make our money. And if it's already great, then we feel more like we could pay you a premium money. When it's not, you know, we're not expecting you to sell me a 10 card that's raw. Do you, you do know? pre-grading at all? Like, do we send in? Yeah. Gr- oh, yeah. Oh, okay. we do a lot. We You have to. I mean, but not as much as we used to, but we're getting through a lot of back stock. We're, we're giving, uh, I was talking to uh, Nash Cards, Chris Kelsey. Uh, we're giving SGC a go, and we like what we're seeing as far as numbers, but we're sending certain things for now. We're still sending higher stuff to PSA to back right. it still. I right. mean, but you got to, for the amount that it costs now, you it has to make sense. Yeah. For cost, so um, sorry I can't really reiterate all, all the crazy stuffs walking, all the you know, the wild things, but uh, you know we, we do see a lot. So one of the things that obviously we're named Big Rip Energy, we love ripping. Yep. But one of the things that we love is like when somebody in the room is ripping, it's an event for everybody. Yes. Do you, is that kind of the experience at, at your store? Yes. It, well, we break live two days a week on Instagram Live, and we do that on the floor. Customers can watch that, and they love it. There's people that are like, can I just sit and watch? Because we just get Absolutely. lines of orders. You know, we break eleven to four o'clock. You know when. Day and for Wednesday and Fridays during the day. Not many people are doing that. We've done that for years now. So a lot of people just, are you cool if I watch? Well, absolutely. You know. So one of us, obviously, we have several staff members that work, and if one of them's like, "Do you mind if I take a break and rip something?" Then they all want to watch. And if if I get out and I walk up there and say, like Falls Collegiate just came out, and I just like I walk out there today, I go, "All right, I'm ripping a case. You guys want to watch?" Like, yeah, they all jump up, like run up like little kids. Like, here we go. I, it's the premium products, and I'm not big in the collegiate stuff. I just love ripping flawless. Cards are beautiful. So we all watch and we all want to know what it is. That's a nice flawless SGAs over there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I actually, you don't know the ones that aren't here. 
Are you big on SGA? I, I've not. I, I like him a lot. I've kept. Uh, I've kept. I have two. I have a jersey number sideways rookie one at home. I have the true at home, and then I've got a Macula Premium Jumbo. I got a few. I got like five or six at home. That My like. big preseason bit, and I think we both put both money on it. it. Yeah, I wanted to be invested. Him to lead the league in scoring this year. He's a beast, man. He's he, a monster. He, he's the face of that team. There's no question. And uh, he needs to shoot more. He has too many games yeah. where he shoots like 12 or 13 times. Yeah, can't have 15 points in a game. <laughs> no, you know, no, 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 you got to average. you got to be on, getting man. 30, 40, yeah. 50 points. You know, I mean, you need to be But when Steph he Curry goes, he's a bad dude. He is, he gets he's going. great to watch. He's he's very talented, and I think he has a lot of upside in the card community. There's no question. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, I'll bring a few because I'm not going to hold everything. I get it. I've got to have – can't hold it at all because anything can happen to these players. Anything could happen uh, – injury or – Wrong side of a Henry Rugg situation, anything like that, which is which That's is horrible. The wrong side of it. Which yeah. is what I'm saying, but this could happen. I mean, and you also you can't hold everything. Like I said, that's why I kept two Herberts. I went to the National at 20 Herbert autos. I moved to Malm and came back with you. Moved the rest, kept a couple. Yep. So if you know what, if he pans out, great. If he doesn't, great. You know, just a little bit of a hedge. Just a little bit. And that's that's why I tell people don't don't put all your eggs in one basket unless it's LeBron James. Is there a specific? We'll get to him. We'll get to him. <laughs> a specific big hit that you can remember somebody ripped in your store that just sent the entire store into shock. So we had a we'll go with probably the we had a Babe Ruth cut get pulled out of a Sport Kings product which was the box cover like on it beautiful one beautiful card. Uh, we hit the Anthony Edwards contenders true rookie auto one one the true. Jeez. It's actually in my case. I bought it from the customer when he pulled it. Yeah, that was pulled that out one. of our shop. It's in my case. Here? Yeah, it's here. Yeah, okay. I brought it with me. I uh, I What's didn't the price tag on it. I don't know. I don't have one on it. Okay. I don't Gina really know what so I want to do. I'm Gina getting I'm getting so I'm getting, uh, <laughs> getting numbers that are good. I just don't know what I want to do with it yet. Um, eighty bucks. Sure, why not? I'll lose a little bit of money on it. So no. we'll give you the Gretzky uh, money. Yeah, 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 why not? So uh, we've had those pull, man. We've had, um, man, I, I can pull up my Instagram here. Um, we have a flawless 20, was it 19? Yeah, because I was buying Jared Stidham's like an idiot. Um, we were all there. We were all there. <laughs> yeah. uh, I was buying the Patriots and all the premier products that my, my guy breaks for us, Adam Frankenstein Cards. And uh, I bought, you know, NT, every premium one, so flawless. We uh, he pulled the Mahomes Brady dual auto to two. Oh here's the gosh. here's the kicker. Uh, I had the Patriots and then I had the Chiefs in a t- in a uh, so we had a there's like ten teams left. He did a serial number random. So I had the Chiefs and I had number one of the Chiefs. So I'm like sweet, you know, if I get a Mahomes. So of course it's two a two and I have to pay my customer a lot of money, th- several thousands of dollars to buy him out. But he's a good friend of ours, one of our best customers. Uh, we also had the Zion logo man one of five get pulled out of NT Jeez. last year. The jersey number, the true one pulled. Is there a lot of ripping going on in your store? There's a lot. A lot of ripping. You know, it's uh, I, I we've had a lot of big things pulled over the years. It's just, you know, we, we send out a lot of cases uh, to breakers and they, they send us, this came out of your shop. Thank you. Um, I think one guy pulled a Herbert out of Contenders Optics, Super Fractor Auto, the insert one, and yeah. the same case was a 10-box center was a Brady Auto. Jeez. So, I mean, we, we we get a lot of positive stuff coming to us that people have pulled from us. What's your Holy Grail card? Uh, my Holy Grail, probably my fa- – it's not the most expensive, but my favorite card is probably my – I have four pools, Bowman Chrome Rookie Autos. Obviously, we talked about that. But, uh, obviously, LeBron's. I got a Bowman Chrome Gold Rookie. I've got – I just picked – believe it or not, I just finally – Finally did it and picked up a Brady Contenders. Okay. Obviously, it's been a long time since I own one. They were a lot less when I own one. But uh, beautiful Contenders, 8510 Manning in my collection. I have everybody in Contenders. And I was like, I need to get a Brady. What am I doing? Just And I'm glad I did because I got a right for through 600. And then 
I, my buddy said he thinks he'll have 20 grand just within a week of me getting in. So, so my biggest, my favorite pool, and a lot of people may know if they follow. Uh, back in the day, 2011 tier one, I pulled the Cyan Cut Auto, Jeez. which is uh, I still have it to this day. And I had three boxes left back then. 2011, we weren't selling. We things were hard, to pay bills, and boxes weren't selling at that time. I was like, I may just have to rip and sell. Don't yeah. do that anymore. But and it was the last box on my shelf I ripped. And the times are different, man. This is. First year open. Thanks. Financially, let's go, let's go full first take. Who's the goat, MJ or LeBron? Do you honestly want it? Do people, there's no question. It's LeBron. Okay. There's All no right. question. Explain. I, let's go. Explain. He's the goat. No, I, I. Okay. So, obviously, it's you either say LeBron or Jordan, and yeah. it's generational. And uh, you know, growing up, I, I always rooted against Jordan in the playoffs. I wanted to see John Stockton. I wanted to see these other guys win. I was tired of the Bulls growing up. And everybody wore Bulls this, Bulls that. And I was like, I, you know. You hate I, the Bulls. I don't hate the Bulls. Do you it's hate just, the Cubs? No, and I don't, I don't hate any organ. I honestly hate the Bears. I really hate the okay. Bears. I'm a Vikings fan. <laughs> okay. So I hate the Bears. Okay. I don't, I don't hate the Cubs. I, I say that too loud. I respect, <laughs> I, I respect the Cubs organization because of the fan base. I think, honestly, as a Cardinals fan, are Wrigley we the Fields, second best fans in baseball? Yes. Okay. <laughs> and I, and I really, no, I really mean that. I, Wrigley Field is the coolest stadium I've ever been to. Hell yeah. The atmosphere, where it's at, it's beautiful. Cool. Better, best stadium I've ever been to in my life. And I've grown up in St. Louis my whole life. Wrigley Field, there's just no feel, no atmosphere. I actually did a report about it in college. You have just, to admit, though, that like Yachty and Wayno are the worst. I will not admit that. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. They're, they're the great. They're the great. Yachty's the best catcher in Cardinals history and one of the best of all time. Hall of Famer? Hall, there's no – come on. Come on. Don't even go <laughs> Hall of Famer right now. His war might suggest otherwise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry I sidetracked you. Get back to explaining LeBron over MJ. Oh, yeah. I mean, basically I've watched LeBron. I, I remember reading about LeBron in high school, reading the newspaper. Saint we Vincent, all did Saint that. Mary. We, you know, St. Vincent, St. Mary. I mean, I've watched LeBron since coming up and everything he's done and, you know, the next MJ. He's lived up to everything and then some. He's done everything. I mean, I, I just – what he does out there is just special. And he's a safe investment, obviously. Safe. I mean, like, well, to an extent. Watch what you're buying of them. You don't you don't want to have a bunch of base rookie slabs that everybody and their mother has and expect it to go up to the roof. You got to have the rare stuff. You know, I've been, I, uh, people know this. I have over a hundred different LeBron upper deck autos, all graded. What? Over a hundred. I, I legitimately have a problem. How many are there? I don't know. <laughs> I have a lot. I have extras, but I've been buying them for years though. I started man. I was buying LeBron autos when they were three, four hundred bucks on card. I start one day decided I'm tired of selling LeBrons. He's my favorite. I want to collect him. I love his autograph. Let's do it. And I just kept rolling. Now, I've bought and sold many over the years, but that's that's what I collect. I mean, there's I I just lucky to be at the right What's place. What's your right best time. LeBron card? Most expensive is going to probably be my Bowman Chrome Gold Refractor rookie. I have an Ultimate Nine Five Ten. I have the Exquisite Sideways to hundred. I have an X Fractor PSA Nine. I mean, I have uh, oh probably right now one of the ones that's creeping up is the LeBron Jordan Exquisite Dual Patch Auto. Uh, 25, 23. Just creeping up. Yeah. Just creeping. It's, I, I got a year and a half ago uh, when 2020 happened here. Well, while we're sitting here, um, one of my one of my guys, Shannon, who's right there, okay. he has the last show we were at, at the or a couple shows ago at the Dells. Have you seen this LeBron auto? I know he owns one. It's probably here. It is a dual auto of LeBron and Luke Jackson. <laughs> I'm going to go with the 0405 SP yeah. dual autograph sideways. Yeah. Number to 50 or 25. I'm exactly. correct. Exactly. Yeah, I will not. I do not own that one. Okay. I will not own that one. <laughs> the I, best thing ever I can't, happened to Luke The only duels of LeBron I have are, well, I've got him and Oscar Robertson. I have him and obviously Kobe. I have uh, him and Joy Serving. And obviously him and Jordan. And then I, kinda, I can't, there's a couple more. But I wouldn't have pair him up with anybody. I remember the guy at the table saying, Do you want to see the most valuable Luke Jackson card in the world? That's a damn fact. <laughs> ain't no question. 
is the most valuable Luke Jackson. It just has LeBron James on it. So, yeah, I, I know that card very well. So. Um, do you have any products that you think are overrated, underrated, overvalued, undervalued? Um, I think, I mean, that's a lot. You're going to take it. Throwing a lot at me in one shot there. Okay. I, obviously, it's just a smorgasbord of a question. I'll start with um, is Bowman Chrome King in baseball? In baseball terms, yes. Okay. It is. There's no question. First Bowman Chrome Autos in a, in a baseball thing, yes. It's it's uh, done that way. Hockey, obviously, Young Guns. I mean, SP Authentic's big, but, but obviously, yeah, Young obviously. Guns are big <laughs> in hockey. But, uh, you know, SP Authentic, um, the Cup, obviously, is the premier, the cream of the crop. Young Guns are crazy. I mean, the Upper Deck is braining themselves right. And I'm not huge hockey, but literally, they're base cards. You get six a box, and they do crazy money for these these guys. It's not They're not anything special. They're not, but that's what the, they're embedded, like Bowman Chrome. They're embedded in your head. This is what you want. This is the premier rookie. If you want not an auto, you need a young gun. Prism's kind of that way, obviously, in that way in, in basketball is the key thing in basketball. and football, you go any route. I, I still think contenders to me, True traditionally contenders. growing up, and I think it should have more value, especially 2020, based on look what Brady's work. Look at, look at some of these. I mean, it's just the Brady contenders is only autograph in a Patriots uniform. Rookie, that's on card. It is. And the contenders, in my eyes, should be worth more based on what Brady's done. What's your thoughts on what I love? Donner's Optic, the rated rookies. Okay. I know in baseball it's unlicensed, is different. Yep. But mm-hmm. football and basketball, I love those. I Am love I I'm an optic junkie. I'm a huge optic I guy. Them. I love optic. I think optic. I love optic. Especially the color variations with the rated yep. rookies. Yep. And if you get a jersey match, all the better. 100%. Like, literally on our shirts. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, I'm yep. a. I'm a big yeah. optic guy. No cease and desist. I, yeah. I, I rip. Uh, I think 1920. I ripped five or six cases. Okay. I, I love optic. Now I did. Uh, did pull. Went to. I, I when I travel, I'll go like my buddy shop at Columbia dugout sports card chase. Great friend of mine. When I go to shop, I rip a lot because yeah. I want to support him. And I, if I can ever finally get out to Andy's, which I've been to Andy's old shop, that's new one. Um, so you I haven't seen the Jordan bar in person yet? I, I kind of don't want to see it, but I do want to see it. A you could go make it a LeBron bar. We've already, he's already <laughs> encouraged me to make mine a LeBron. LeBron. If I, when I get a new story, what's I'm going to make. I, I, as long as he gives me the permission, he will. And I, the copyrights, I'll make a LeBron bar. My wife's already said you're making one. I said, I, I'm sure Andy now will No, you approve. have to stay up with the tradition. And he accidentally put like a $1,000 MJ in there. So oh, you're going to have to do he the same. He knew he did that. He yeah, you're going to have to do the same with a LeBron. <laughs> Does I don't he know. know. I don't know. I mean, that, but he said they weren't gradable. I mean, hey, I, I, hey, that bar's worth a lot of, well, it, it's worth a lot of money from the surface, but not anymore, obviously, right, yeah. the damage. But it's unique, and it's awesome, and I'm sure LeBron something. would be pretty cool. Be cool. I, I, it could I got double a lot of, wine bar. I, I, yes, yes, <laughs> exactly. So, uh, but what I was getting to real quick on the optic, um, got two hobby boxes last December for my buddy's shop, and the first one was insane. Second one, I pulled the uh, Lucas uh, second-year gold, true, oh. and at 9.5. I still have it. And then uh, the next box after that I ripped was a Prism Retail. Pulled the Luca Pink to 20 out of the next one. It was the craziest night of ripping. Guys, it was the craziest thing I've ever seen. You Hot just boxes. rip a lot or are no, you very good much. at ripping? No, there's bad. I mean, there's bad times. I mean, like, but when I do it, I do it within reason. I kind of schedule it. I kind of know. Like, it's very – when a new product comes out, I'll go, you know, want to rip a case. So, again, with my wife, I told you, we rip, like, triple threads, sterling, definitive. We do a case every year, and sometimes if I want to rip something else, I'll bring it home, let her rip it. Do you believe times. in the, like, hot case theory? So, Yes, it's with tops of all. Tops is Someone gets a big hit, and then someone will come buy the rest of the boxes? Uh, uh, in the shop? Yeah. No, you, with tops is notorious. If tops will load their cases. Sorry. Really? Talking NFL, I'm serious. Trying to talk NFL. We're talking tops. What's going on here? Uh, yeah, so basically I've seen tops load their – and I tell people, like, I, I've, I've ripped enough tops in my life. If it's a bad case, it's a bad case. If it's insane case, 
It's insane. And that's how they really run. It's, I, I've noticed that over the years. The exact opposite of the gambler's fallacy. Exact opposite. you gotta, you got to watch out for that. <laughs> let's talk. Let's wrap up with some uh, we'll do fanatics, and then maybe you have a soccer question. Yeah. Actually, you, do the soccer question first. All right. Um, oh, boy. I, I've asked every, every shop owner this so far. Um, I mean, it has to be one of the more underrated values going, this soccer card. Like, they have to be moving fairly well for you guys. Oh, soccer's moving extremely well. Obviously, there's not a lot of it being produced in a sense of products out there. So uh, we do a lot of breaking live and a lot of soccer's being sold just because I like how they're keeping it limited. What they're, now you got Tops and you got Panini. But they're they're doing a good job in my opinion on it, and they're it's still reasonably priced. I mean, like same club Chrome. Uh, Told you, Tops Chrome case is five grand. Yeah, right you now. tell me, I've got one too. I mean, like I don't, I'm not a soccer guy. I'll be first to admit, soccer. Neither. Is that's the only reason I can invest it. in that wax because yeah. I have no interest. Oh, no in interest in ripping, it. and that's the best part. Like the Formula One dynasty yeah. I talked yeah. about in the yeah. top. Right? No, nope, don't know anything about it. I know It'd the be Hamilton a disaster guy. for him. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> He's gone so fast. You're like, what do you got back there? Uh, can I rip that? I'm gonna sure. have to hide it for the house yeah. when he comes. Yeah. So soccer does tremendously well. Soccer, they're, they're like hockey people. They're loyal. Soccer yes. collectors are loyal like hockey people are. Hockey only has so many things come out, and they rip their hockey. They rip their soccer. And I'm learning more and more about that. We're getting more and more people off the street coming in ripping it. Andy is, was on me for years. You need to buy soccer. You need to buy soccer. You know, I think, was it him that said second best mover um, yeah. on wax? After, I can believe that. After that. Four- after basketball, basketball, probably football for us because we get we do a lot of football, um, but and we sell lots of people break and all my guys. But my uh, soccer is I would say probably number three now. Let's go. For your us. area, what NFL team do they root for now? Uh, basically, they don't root for the Rams. Okay. I mean, so, Tyson works. So for me no then. one hung out and said, "I'm sticking with the Rams." They left town. They, you know, some people still do, but they left town. It wasn't. They didn't leave town. Cronky, we're not going to go there on that. I was going to say, you can't have many Arsenal fans in the area. Yeah, there's a lot of people say, Louis, I don't want to get what they do, say Saul Stan Cronky. But uh, I'm a huge Vikings fan. I've been since 98. So the Rams to me. Moss. Moss. Moss Moss Carter. Yeah, Moss Carter. Is it reminds you? I got some Mosses as well. We'll I'll send you some pictures. I got a top score refractor PSA 10 in my case. I saw it in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've got a contender's. uh, What, four grand, I think, add on it? Yeah. 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 They've got 10, 11 grand. I found out, I forget it was in my storage locker. I had a bunch of my Mosses and we found it clean enough. I forgot it was in the store. Yeah, yeah, that happened. <laughs> when we moved, I said just put my stuff there and I'll get to it. And uh, I don't try to only really bring a ton home with kids and stuff, so unless we're ripping it and it goes yeah. back to shop. But uh, yeah, for me, it, you know, Vikings, but out there, Kansas City, obviously. It's still Colts. Colts are my AFC team. They've been since May, 98, Moss there Man. Go. Yep. You know, I, I always still root for the Colts. You know, they're in my heart. Um, I was a huge luck fan, too. Were you invested in him when he retired? Oh, yeah, I got some lucks. I, I won't sell him. I'm like, you know what, screw it. I'm in. I don't care. I lost. Maybe he'll, you could always have the Barry Sanders logic. He might come back. He someday. might come back. He <laughs> might. No, he's done. He's Stash too smart to come fantasy back. Bench. <laughs> we don't know what he went through physically and mentally, and it sounds like it was hard for him. And he's too smart, and he's yeah. set himself up for life. I doubt he has missed football in the least. 100%. Yeah. There's no question. All right. I want to ask you about kind of the the unexpected pains and joys of running a card shop so i feel like it's it's pretty easy to see from the outside as like this is a dream come true like you're you're living that dream what are some of the things that we on the outside don't see that kind of color that uh that experience stress obviously Uh, i got more gray hair in the past two years i've you know things have gone crazy in our industry but it caused me to have more gray hair than again i'm getting older and that's i also have three kids now five two and eight months so yeah but uh love them to death but yeah so there's a lot that behind the scenes that obviously you don't see uh the biggest thing is allocation and i don't know if you've if other shops talked about that now we were lucky to have uh, a lot of our allocations locked in where we're direct with all the companies we have great relationships with distributors and companies we have 
not going to say names, two amazing distributors that have taken great care of us for years, and we, we spend a lot of money with them, and they, they take care of us on that allocation base. But the thing you guys don't see is we do a lot of, uh, they'll give us pre-stock, meaning like pre-buys. Say a product's coming out next week, and they'll say, hey, we could sell you this many boxes at X close to general to the, to the market. And we got to decide if that gamble is going to pay off or not. And when I, when we're getting offered, we're taking five, 10 cases. For example, Chronicles Draft Basketball. I'm like, all right, this year, we're not going to see basketball for a while after this. This has got Cade Cunningham. A lot of guys are green or high on them. So what's it turning at now? 200 a box. We restock 10 cases or 15 at 415 a box. And I'm charging 195 right now. Whoa. So we we UFC Chronicles, same thing. All UFC select for free Chronicles is outstanding for UFC. It's done well. We made money on restock, pre-stocking Prism, Select, uh, all that we did great on. So we said we got to do a Chronicles. $600 a box we paid. We're charging 375 now. Yeesh. So these are the things people don't see. They all think, oh, you're making hand over fist. Oh, I am at original cost. I'm making great money. But I also have overhead. I have... 12 employees i have you know we we do a lot behind the scenes i you know i make sure people have a living and we gamble on this stuff and it yes we're gonna get right on nine times out of ten eight times out of ten 90 times 100 we're gonna get right and on those pre-stocks that we buy we, we get it right but the ones that we don't hurt and you get and andy taught me a lot about that he said you're gonna have to lose to gain he taught me a lot andy indy card exchange a great friend of mine which you guys interviewed we've talked multiple hi andy lebron's the goat not Jordan. Um, he That'll taught a me a clip. lot years ago before this blew up and told me how to, and I ran with what the knowledge he gave me, and I get more allocation than he does now, and that's nothing to do with a favorite. It's just I ran with it and went heavier than he did, and it not not saying in a bad way. He just, he, he kept, I kept the, the pedal to the metal, and he laid off a little bit, and he will admit that, and then now he's trying to go back on it, and it's two distributors take really good care of you. I'm not going to say the one that doesn't, I'm not going to say it on camera. All right, you know we're muted. Go ahead. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so basically, that is a lot that, that nobody knows about. They assume that we're making all this money, and we are, but we're not at the same time when we're restocking. And yeah, like there's times I'll buy a product for 300 and we'll charge three and a quarter after fees and stuff. It's a break even. But if I'm confident the product's going to do well in time, that it's going to hold, you know, it's a potentially a breaker friendly product, and it's traditionally done well, then. I will lose now to gain in the end. Mm -hmm. So that is a lot of things people don't know. And obviously the hours that go into this, um, obviously I'm, I'm there working probably 50 hours a week. I, you know, the promise I made to my wife was, you know, I have to take two Saturdays off a month unless, you know, I have to, I get to pick those. I, I'm off every Sunday. And obviously football season, she does not like, cause I'm a fantasy football guru and I'm obsessed. Oh, we are our favorite words in the English language. Seven hours of commercial free football. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Red zone, baby. Oh, my God. I'm just like, what do you need me to do, like, in the living room? What do you mean to do with the kid? Just so I can hear that beautiful voice yes. in the background. The angelic telling, voice. Oh, it's just, it's just like an angel. It took the voice of Fergie and all that. Jesus right there. Oh, God, I love Red Zone. So, my, a lot of people say, you know, I'm getting sidetracked with the car. You know, cards are your hobby. Cards are my hobby. Fancy football is my hobby. Fantasy okay. football is my hobby. Like, love I it. love it. We have a dynasty league in our shop that we've done for almost 10 years now. Uh, I am the – I'm a nice guy. I am the heel in fantasy football. I embrace it. I am – they all – I'm the heel of the league, and I love it. I love that. I, I love it. I will say – So I mean, you're the guy, and I've, I've run into this too. You're I'm the guy the that don't trade with them. Um, you, I am – they've learned not to. I don't always make it right, but I, I literally – so I'm 8-2 and two right now. 
I should be 9-1. I made one Ubi. Devontae Smith goes off against Chargers in a horrible matchup. He shouldn't have done anything. Left him on my bench. I lost by five points, and all was because Dalvin Cook had a touchdown call back, and Josh <laughs> Allen just decided Josh Allen decided to be uh, Mitchell Trubisky was that, that day against the Jags game. Oh, and he was I one touchdown. I played him that week. One touchdown. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's why I won. Yeah. <laughs> one touchdown. So, uh, but I haven't made one trade since the season started. I've been playing the waiver. Best oh, $15 I spent was Cordero Patterson. Yep. Sucks he was out this week, but hey, I'd rather him be right next week, get more rest, and get my guy back because I've lost the king. Yeah, oh, but okay. I have Dalvin Cook. I'm in that with Kamara. Yep, well, I traded Kamara to get. Uh, I traded Kamara this year. I have since 17. I don't. We're getting on a different tangent here, <laughs> but we can talk fantasy football. Um, moved him at the draft to get uh, draft picks. I got the second overall. I took Javante Williams. I already had fifth locked up, so I took Devonta Smith, and then I Darnell Mooney later in the round first. And now we're again we're in a dynasty league, so yeah, we right. keep seven guys. Right. So we're drafting in round eight. But I'm huge on Javante Williams. So I, I was willing to give away Alvin Kamara to get him as my future. Traded him to him. He's yeah, a I beast. appreciated that one. <laughs> His yards after contact, I mean, he's a beast. He should have touched on last week. Two big plays that got called back in the holding. He's, Think he's Melvin Gordon, get out of green. Get, yeah, for we're real. done. We're done. Javante's going to be Javante's going to be the Jonathan Taylor of next year. Yeah. He's a stud. Ooh. He, oh, he is, he is a stud and a half. I am that one in right here. Yeah. Kamara's taking me places, and I miss him. But I, I literally, I've got Dalvin Cook still. I've got uh, Javante Cordell Patterson. You keep Alexander Madison on your roster. I can't get him. I tried. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Scott. Yep. Scott. Yep. They were just talking there about Scott is. Hansen. <laughs> He's like, yeah, the, the voice of an angel, Scott Hansen. See, everybody so. loves Scott oh, Hansen. Oh, Scott Hansen's great. And, and, and. All right. This guy just said to Google who he's dating. All right, sounds like a big sounds like something I have to yeah. <laughs> that man has to have a decathlon because yeah. he does not get up, doesn't move anything. Literally, I'm stay woke. I think he's got a urinal in the desk. It has to be. Do you think he's bottomless? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you don't need to see, I for mean, sure, he's in basketball. Oh, he's, he's amazing, <laughs> if I mean, not less. We we went elsewhere in fantasy football, but I, I love it, man. Well, I'm a fan. Let's wrap up with any um, I guess view from three, thirty thousand feet type thoughts on fanatics. So okay. I stay positive in everything. I try to keep everything positive. I turn a negative into a positive. Like I said, I lose money on a product. I look at a positive out of it. Um, here's what I tell people. I think it's going to be real hard for Topps and Panini to go anywhere. They're Panini's banking baseball with no licensing. Flawless is beautiful. They've done a good job with the Macklin Treasures. We're in a baseball town, the best baseball town in the world. You know that. It's a Cubs fan. <laughs> as, oh, yeah, as previously go. established. So I, here's the deal. They're focusing elsewhere, and they're going to continue. Look, Leaf Brian Gray does a great job with these leaf in the game use leaf this he's doing all this if you guys have seen the cards beautiful cards they're doing well they're performing well the value is there these companies will adapt to the change we will all will adapt to the change there's a lot that can happen in the next four to five years anyway there's more to this than we realize and i hope fanatics from what i'm hearing some rumblings they do care for card shops they want distributors out i get it you can kill the distribution chain, but the allocation is going to be tough on us. But Top Spinning aren't going to go anywhere. Okay, Fanatics, the owner, he owns an NHL team, right? And NBA. NBA. And he got NHL locked up for a long-term deal. No, Upper Deck kept that. And he, this guy owns an NHL team, and Upper Deck just got another extension. Upper Deck, hockey, NHL, and Upper Deck, I go to the conference. There's loyalty there. And the uh, NHL has a great relationship with Upper Deck. From everything I see because we go to these conferences, we see it. Um, they got to keep it. And everything that we all thought they were going to get the last domino effect, they didn't. Now, we need Topps Panini to keep soccer. 
They're doing a phenomenal job. But look, Tops is making Formula One. That would be phenomenal. There's other things we can focus on. They're, we're, we're embedded that we grew up for sports in America. You know, baseball, basketball, football, hockey. And now we're getting soccer. We're getting racing. Wrestling. We're getting, I cannot wait for AEW coming out. That's going to be awesome by Upper Deck, by the way. And then obviously we know uh, Panini got tops going forward. I'm a huge wrestling guy, too. So, so you're a big wrestling guy. Yep. My guy, I saw him here earlier. Do you know Joe Knapp, Des Moines? Joe Knapp. I do not. He has a couple card shops there. Big wrestling guy. Always yep. has in-person signings. Yep. I'll have him come by. If you're okay, into wrestling, awesome. yep. that's your guy. Well, I'll have him come to your One of, uh, one of my employees, booth. part-time guy, is a referee for Impact Wrestling. Okay. His name is Brandon Tolle. He runs breaking YouTube. Look him out. Uh, uh, Zebra Breaks. It's Zebra Breaks. YouTube. He breaks for us. Uh, he's got some great wrestling stories. Love for a great guy. So, I mean, I, I could talk wrestling, fantasy football, I, you know. I like getting out of my, my normal shell, what people want to talk about. Basketball. I'm a basketball guy. I'm all this. But um, I, wrestling to me, I grew up watching since, since the late, early 90s, late 80s. My Goldberg. uncle. Goldberg, Sting, obviously, you know, NWO, yep. well, Wolfpack. I go back to Shawn Michaels, Brett the Him and Hart, Tatanka. I can drop names. Um, I'm excited. I'm taking my, my wife and I are taking my son. Royal Rumble's coming to St. Louis. And I've been to Royal Rumble before. Um, we got eight rows back center. So we're the center of the ring, eight rows back where you can see us on TV. We're surprising my son. He's only five. Kid loves wrestling. He's so got to be a, jacked up. He, he, I don't even think he realizes it right <laughs> now. It's like, yeah, so, uh, but going everywhere and I could do this all day. Um, but yeah, I think we're fine. I think everybody needs to stay positive in this thing. We're years away. So much can change. And this Fanatic thing could be a positive. Whenever Tops gave up football, everybody's like, oh, no, it's over. Football's done. Panini's going to do this. Panini did a phenomenal job. Tops at the last year really just didn't give a damn. I love you, Tops, but they made horrible products like Strata. They did a good job with uh, the diamond one they made. I can't remember the name. I'm talking my name, but just didn't care anymore. Tops Chrome. We all miss Tops Chrome. We miss finest we missed those but optic came about you know select other things that you know select was a thing back in the 90s but they you know there's positives in everything so tell people not to worry we're not going anywhere my job my my thing is everybody's like are you going to close your shop no i've got i'm i'm more about my community and my staff i gotta i want to keep these people with jobs andy any car change told me a lot about hiring people and car collector too has more employees than i realize hi ryan you, you got to interview him I, i'm sure you guys know who he who is. is it Card collector too right uh, we're on yeah it. he's here uh yep. he, he's got almost 100,000 followers now on instagram he's youtube uh great friend of mine too we'll have him on for sure that's how we should do we should have everyone yeah. nominate who the yeah. next guest is yeah us, All right, uh, that's your nomination nomination there right. and then uh, a couple of sports car junction if you okay. ever get to pittsburgh and then du- if you're going through we're looking for reasons to visit cities so yeah. go to dugout sports cards in columbia missouri Okay. Right. Dug out, but but Ryan, those are some of the great people I know. And I'm sorry if I'm not naming everybody. And again, you know, people, but um, there's a lot of people I can name. But okay. Ryan Car Collector too is a beautiful shop. I'm I'm super jealous of his new shop. I'm super jealous of Andy's shop. I'm more jealous of the space he has. But things, big things are coming out for RBI Crew Seven next year. Just we, we got things in the works right awesome. now. So RBI Crew Seven Six Twenty Nine Salt Lake Salt Lake Road. Salt Lake, yeah, I love that. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, St. Peter's, Missouri, um, and you can find them on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter uh, at RBI Crew Seven. Plug away, RBI. yeah. Give us all the plugs. Where can people find all your content? Uh, uh, so Instagram at RBI Crew Seven, Twitter at RBI Crew Seven. I guess Facebook with RBI Crew Seven Sports Card Collectibles, RBI Crew Seven We still have our YouTube. We haven't done a YouTube video in years. I apologize. We started there. That's kind of where the spawn was because of YouTube. That's where our name came from. But basically, we do a lot of Instagram, Facebook linked together. I'm not as big on Twitter, and the problem is the integration why I'm going into this, but they're the if you do a picture from Instagram to Twitter, it doesn't generate. So okay. I kind of just gave up on Twitter. But, but yeah, rbicrew7.com, 
can find everything there. You can find us anywhere on the at RBI Crew Seven for the most Love part. It. Yeah. So, All right, great. Thank you so much for taking time. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you very much. That was Ryan Bannister, RBI Crew 7 in St. Peter's, Missouri, rbicrew7.com. Uh, love that dude. So far, all of the, the shop owners that we've interviewed have just been awesome. Um, and, you know, we, we talk about the whole fanatics thing with, with basically everybody. There is no replacing the people at some of these local card shops. Like, they're, they're all just great people, and, and that's why the hobby is always going to survive. I mean, straight up. Did he talk you into LeBron over MJ at all? Um, no, I just don't care. I think that's what it comes down to with that specific argument. Um, I don't care. I think that all Hall of Fames are stupid and should be banned. Like, I just don't really care. Even the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Especially the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Um, How do you become a Hall of Fame musician? Like, there's no stats to look at. Sales? Okay, I guess there are stats. <laughs> I immediately backtrack on that statement. Disregard. I still think it should be banished. Send it to, like, Russia. Ru send what? All Hall of Fames to all Russia? All Hall of Fames to Russia. If you want to visit it that bad, get your butt on a plane, go to Putin's Russia, and then, you know, post your pictures on Instagram. So you have been to Cooperstown or no? I have not. I don't and think I've been no to interest. any of them. No. That's the only one I've been to. How was it? It was fine. Fine uh, or fun? Fine. Fine. <laughs> it was right. Kurt Schilling's bloody sock was in there. Looked like that, I was going to say that that <laughs> I would be interested in seeing, but that's because I'm a conspiracy theorist, not because I'm interested. All right, let's get into. Uh, we wanted to power rank NFL rookie quarterbacks in the order of how good of a buy they are right now. Obviously, several of them have done better than several of the other ones, but that obviously reflects in pricing. So now let's take a look at the best ones to buy at this moment in time. What early late late November, early and December, 2021. And, like, the flagship stuff hasn't come out yet. Like, Origins is out and some college uniform stuff. So this will be, like, Contenders and the um, Donner's Optic, the auto stuff. More stuff obviously needs to come out. But I think the list we do now, we're in, what, week 12, 13? Something like that. This will largely be the postseason list, too. Who's yeah. been playing well is probably going to play well. We're assuming guys are pretty much going to end the season how they've been all year. Um so you could also use this when the good product actually starts releasing. And again, this isn't who's been playing the best, who's been playing the worst. It's who do we think is the top buy right now and who's the worst buy right now. Correct. Let's go back and forth and start with five. Good so plan. I'll do my five, your five, and we'll go up. I got we'll, a feeling our fives we'll get are to our, be the same. My five's Mac Jones. Okay, our fives are not the same. All right, go tell tell me why. Way too expensive. I mean, he is wildly expensive. I, so do you think he's second coming to Tom Brady? I'm starting to think he Are, is. See, I do not. We, I mean, we watch a lot of Greeny in the morning, and I, <laughs> I will fully admit that, that some of that logic has seeped into my consciousness. But I'm not sold on him. The, the situation is the same. When Brady came into the league, it's not exactly like he was this world beater. Belichick and the situation, in addition to longevity, allowed him to become Tom Brady. I'm not sure that any of those... Uh, Factors are different for Mac. I don't. I would. I don't want to think that there is something Brady-ish about Mac Jones. I'm a huge Brady guy, but I'm starting to wonder. So right now, if you're buying at his prices right now, and what I assume will carry over into the postseason, they'll probably make a postseason run. I mean, you are bank. You're banking on him being on the on the same path as like the Herbert Mahomes, 
and then up into the Brady. Like, his prices are just stupid right now. But if he keeps doing this going into next year, people are going to look at him that same way, whether they should or not. And that's why I won't be touching him. Who I think he is, and people are going to say this is a knock. I don't think it's a knock. I think he's Kirk Cousins. I feel like Kirk's got a little bit more gunslinger to him. I think he's an above-average quarterback. Okay, just in terms of pure level. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree. I think, he's a, I think he'll be a solid starter for a lot of years. Yeah. And he's above average quarterback. The problem is, is when you throw a solid starter for 10 years in the way quarterbacks age now, like in 10 years with all of that experience and all, all of that, you know, matriculation, like. And if he, he mixes in a couple of rings. Incredible. Like, with the Patriots. Yeah. I, I don't know. I have Justin Fields five. No offense, William, but I don't think he's going to ever be a very good NFL quarterback. I, See, I also he went to Ohio State, so I'm very, very biased. I'm with you. I don't. He just doesn't look very good. Like I know, and I w- of course I would have said the same thing about Mac Jones at Ohio State. Usually have dudes running wide open, especially with those receivers, and you can put up numbers. And the NFL just doesn't work that way. And he is look. I know he doesn't have a great offensive line. I know the offensive game plan is pretty bad, but he just doesn't look like he can throw the ball. You know what else he has going against him? The history of the Bears franchise at quarterback. Yeah. Look at all of them. The only one that's worse is the Browns. Yeah. I just, I am a believer in trends. And I think that the, the somehow in that organization, there is a lack of ability to see talent at quarterback. And it has been there for years and years and years. So I'm wondering if we will have the same four then, because my four isn't even Justin Fields. Okay. My four is Trey Lance. My four is also Trey okay. Lance. So let's talk Trey Lance. I largely the things I just said about Justin Fields, I feel about Trey Lance. And gun to my head, I would probably still take Justin Fields. Uh, gun to my head, I'm taking Trey Lance for sure. It's the devil you don't know versus devil the devil you do know. I feel like I've seen enough now of Justin Fields to be like, nah, I just don't know with with Trey Lance. Like everything, they're is, both in big markets. Everything is, is there for him to be a world beater, which is why I don't have an issue, you know, kind of taking a flyer on him. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen at this point, but I wouldn't rule it out. Whereas I would rule it out with Justin. All right. So my third is Justin Fields okay. and that is outside shot. He figures it out. New coaching staff, new line, whatever. And he's in the Chicago market. I was going to say, there is there is upside with him. If he does figure it out, he could be a cult hero forever. Yeah. Yeah. Like Rizzo level. Finally being the Bears quarterback figured out. So he's three. I would not be excited about three, four, five. I mean, if max prices came down a little bit, I would comfortably put him up here. But that's my, who's your, who's your three? Mac is my okay. number three. And just because uh, prices same, are too high? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, same reasons. All right. Let's go number two. Top two. So we have the same top two. Same? That's my surprising. My number two is Zach Wilson. Okay. I... He doesn't look good. Let's put it that way. That is an accurate so, statement. He doesn't look good, but he has the charisma, the style of play, the big arm, and most importantly, he is a New York Jet. So if he makes it, if he figures it out there, being a New York Jet completely changes everything. I mean, four of these, actually four of these five guys are in big markets, which is great. But if he figures it out in New York, and again, they've been a mess, but man, he's looked, this dude loves throwing picks. But he, I mean, BYU to the Jets, that's, that's a big step. Same with Lance. I would, he's going to be cheap this offseason. He's going to be really cheap. And I I like buying cheap. 
Yes. I so he is he's my number one guy. I love all of the things that you just said. But the thing that the biggest I'm I'm in on is his style of play. Yep. If it clicks with him, he is going to he's going to be up there with Mahomes as far as one of the most fun players in the game. And that's what we It'd buy. Be like NFL Manziel. Yeah, People that's love what we Manziel. buy. I'm not saying that it's that it's a sure thing, but he is so dirt cheap now because he's been outplayed by Mike White yeah. that it is a hundred percent worth the investment to find out, at least in my opinion. And then, so my one, your two will be Trevor Lawrence. I still think he's the best prospect out yep, of this class for sure. I think he's going to be a very good pro. He may not be. He may never get to the height point of say like where Herbert is now, but I think he could be just as good. Like he he still has all the tools. He's there. What absolutely kills him is he's in Jacksonville with Urban Meyer. Yes, definitely. I see a lot of Andrew Luck. There. He's. I mean, he's a good player, and he. There's times he's looked pretty good this year. Mm-hmm. He's looked bad pretty often, but. Like, if, if I were starting a team and I had to pick any of these five, I'm taking Trevor Lawrence. Without a doubt. Cards, I think he'll be pretty cheap. So, like, last year, postseason, you looked at Herbert's prices were through the roof. Burrow was pretty high. Um, and then even guys like Tua were kind of high. I think Lawrence will be below all those kind of guys. Definitely. For sure, and Herbert and Burrow. And that's going to be a deal. Like, like his contender stuff, I'm going to be scooping up. Definitely. You'll probably just be pulling them. <laughs> I don't know how much contenders in this class I'm going to be buying. but And again, for those of you listening, if you're looking to buy wax and not touch it, I still think this year's class is a way to go. The wax isn't very expensive. Um, you need one of these five guys to hit. If your boy Mac Jones turns into Tom I Brady. I, I don't want him to be my boy. I mean, I your don't. boy Mac Jones, if he turns into Tom Brady, that, that wax is That's going to elite. be. And yep. then you still have four other shots. Even if you take three of them out, you have Lawrence. I mean, I, I think this year's wax is a good investment, but that's my order. In revert, in top to bottom, Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, Trey Lance, Mac Jones. Yours would be Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence, Mac Jones, Trey Lance, Trey Justin, Lance Fields. Justin Fields. All right. Let's be honest. The Buckeye was always going to be number five. There was no way around that. He, had, he has looked bad, though. All right. Let's move on. Uh, it's... It's a good time to buy baseball. It is. It is the middle of the off season, hot stove season. Hashtag hot stove is uh, is, you know, Max Scherzer about to sign with the Mets. Like there's a lot going on, but baseball is the furthest thing from everyone's consciousness, and that's why we buy. Um, we both kind of came up with a short list of of some buys, guys that we like that we think that come opening day or even middle of spring training are going to be significantly more expensive than what they are now. Kind of want to go back and forth? Yeah, let's do it. All right, I'll start because I know that we both have this guy, Juan Soto. I I feel like I don't we can't preach it enough on this show, but he could be the best player of all time. Certainly the best hitter of if all he time. Can, if he continues at 90% of his current clip, he will be the greatest player until of all time. Until age 35, and I think this dude will go until his 40s. Yeah. He he is such an unbelievable hitter. If you want to be amazed, just go look at his baseball reference Go look at his baseball page. reference page. It is unbelievable. And you will assume You'll be typos. like, wow, I did not realize that he was this amazing. Like we could, a good podcast probably would have prepared for this, but we could have like three stats we could drop on people's heads that people would be like, they're wrong. They screwed yeah. that up. But Basically, no. he was reaching base at almost 500 clip. Yeah. With no lineup protection. With- you didn't have to pitch this. And that's why he would get on, on base a lot. But with... It's it's not like he was getting on base at a huge clip and not hitting for power. He still had a ton of home runs, still was driving in, still hitting for a high average. He was driving in runs. And he 
I mean, after the trades, his lineup protection was, oh, nobody I can think of. Ryan Zimmerman and Howie Kendrick? Am I, am I right in saying that? Maybe. Something like that? I mean, they'll get him more lineup protection. He's in a big market. He already has a World Series. What's he has a World Series MVP, right? Yep. 23, I believe he is. Something like that. I mean, he is on track to be the best baseball player of all time. We met the and one that dude. That is, of course, until Torque comes up. The Chicago Sports Spectacular. Knew Ooh. his birthday. Had a bunch of cards. That was deeply uncomfortable yeah. how into Juan Soto that man was. But the man's right. He is, he is right. But the man's he right. picked a right guy it to, is, to be hard for. But to give you an idea on prices, I should have done it, but I was telling you earlier, I got an offer from an eBay seller. His first Bowman Auto, the base. And remember, all his first Bowmans are autos. He doesn't have any non-autos. Uh, 9, 10, and PSA for $2,900, which seems far, far too cheap. Yeah, you should have done that. Yeah. I say as not the one that would have been spending that much money, but you should have done that. But buy Soto. Buy Soto as... Immediate as January, you will not regret it. And I want to get on the while we're we're on the the real real big dogs here. Acuna is an incredible value right now. You can get a PSA ten Bowman first Chrome, three hundred bucks. That's a no brainer. I before he got hurt, I bought one of those for five fifty. Yeah, I probably should have waited till now. <laughs> but it's uh yeah, it uh, Acuna coming back to a loaded team. The East is going to be tough, but coming back to a loaded team and he's still that dude i'd probably put him third in like the dudes yeah with those three but he is the most deflated right now so and again very charismatic great great personality great, great hair baseball. great hair yep all right you can go with one now um i mean should we work from most popular name to actually i'm gonna go right to a 2021 bowman chrome name oh boy miguel blaze <laughs> lies i don't know how you say it it's got to be blaze so blaze. again this is by accident this is usually how it happens I traded a Herbert, and the dude was like, hey, I have this green sapphire to 99 for Spelman Auto. So I took that because I love first Bowman. I started researching, right? Red Sox and rival evaluators love this dude. Like, he's 16, just turned 17. Hitting, um, already not striking out, walking a lot, can run, great fielder, hits for power. He's one of those, they love to say, doubles will turn into homers as he fills out. One of those guys. They, they do. That's, High that's prospect the thing people guy. Forget, yeah. And depending on your appetite for risk, getting just jumping on a guy with high upside on first Bowman, it's a disproportionate payout. Like you could load up, I think I'm up to seven or eight of his numbered autos. I've probably spent, I bet I'm still a little under $1,000 total. That's and I wild. have from the gold shimmer 50 all the way up. If he becomes a dude, yeah, that's going to be unreal. The lowest one is going to be three, four thousand dollars. What I love most is the the walk rate. Yes, yeah. at sixteen years old, yeah. like that is impossible to find a, a guy low strikeout with, I mean, five tool. I, yeah, I'm a hundred percent in. Load up on him. Um, he's I just landed his sapphire to two fifty. No, not sapphire. His uh, wait, his sparkle maybe autograph. Whatever the two fifty is. Cracked ice, and that was 150 bucks. His base autos are going for 40 to $50 right now. Yeah, snap. The gold that. shimmer was a few hundred. I mean, it. I I think for the rest of my life, I'm going to pick a guy in the Bowman Chrome class with the first Bowman. That's a great idea. And that be that guy. Definitely. You have to be right do some once. Deep, do some deep research. And even if you're not right, it's not like those are going to, like, tank. Right. They're still going to be whatever. And looking at prospects, you would know this a lot better than me. You're a big prospect guy. You can pretty much look at, even if there's no numbers available, 
what evaluators say about them. Yeah, there's to a say this dude if they're saying they're toolsy, mm-hmm. they hit for contact, good defender. Maybe don't no, go that way. Definitely not. Yeah, for sure. There's there's a specific uh, model that you're looking for, and it's the model that this fellow yeah. has. You want toolsy all the way around. I think they said. So how are these grades? I think they said next year they're going to put them at um, for hit tool and power tool fifty five fifty five. Pretty good. Oh yeah, that's it's out of eighty, so that's well, like that would awesome. be above average, somewhere between above average and elite. So I mean, you want that's the guys, nice. you want the guys that are going to hit for power, that are at least going to be able to field, and if they can run, yeah, and get on which base, you which you apparently can, all the better. Yeah. So let's start picking a guy. Yeah, every, definitely. Every class, I'm gonna try to do some research. I want to, yeah. I want to get in on this. Uh, before we go full prospects, I want to talk about Trey Turner a little bit. Has been one of the best Stuff's players cheap. in baseball for quite a while now. This will be his first. Year, Full year in a big market in L.A. Um, I think that the hype will finally catch up with. He's he's awesome. He hits for power. He steals and every Cedar base. leaving town. Yeah, like I I think there is a lot to like about Trey Turner. Um, I'd I'd get in on that before he really pops. Stuff's cheap too because he is a very good player. All right. Um, I want to go full prospects. This is a guy we've talked about a million times. Spencer Torkelson. He is coming up this year, and the hype is going to go nuts. I'm a Tigers fan, so I will admit that, like, I am very invested in him being good. But the hype around him is unlike any other hype in minor league baseball. Like, when he comes up, he's going to get the wander treatments. You might as well, just from a strictly investment standpoint, you might as well get in now and then flip, like, as the announcement comes from from Jason Beck that he's about to make his big league debut. You can get a uh, Topps Pro Debut Gold Auto to 50 for 149.95 OBO right now. Granted, that's raw, but still, too I mean, cheap. I've, I've very much considered buying that for myself, despite the fact that my PayPal balance is at a literal zero. Oh, so you're scared? <laughs> yes, <laughs> definitely. Um, I think he is going to be amazing. I don't know that for a fact, but I do know that you will be able to double your investments from right now to. August 4th when he gets the call. And with prospects, it's just about being smart. So my plan with Blaze is we're a few years down the line, but if he lands in the top 25 of prospects at some point, half is gone. Yeah. Get in the black. You made plenty of profit. Hold the other half. You can do that with Torque. I mean, you can load up six, seven, eight cards right now. When he gets called up, unload half of them. We saw what Wander's prices did when he got called up. Unload half of them, hold the other half. Speaking of Wander, his prices have come, come down. Even with that contract, I'm sh- which we don't need to get into that contract. He Probably not something MVP I decide, but oh yeah, could he? I mean, yeah, definitely. I've already seen people lumping him in with the other three. Yeah, I, mean, I, that, I have no issue with if that. If that holds true, he's underpriced. He right now. might be a less. He might be. He's for sure less interesting than Tatis, but he might be a better player than Tatis. Wow. Okay. Certainly long term. Not as cool. If though. definitely not. I mean, nobody's as cool as Ted. So two things I wanted to run by you mm-hmm. that I was thinking of. One, this isn't really running by you. This is just a PSA. If you just want to go big game hunting and be risk adverse and make fifteen percent, just buy Trout right now. Yeah, I mean, definitely. He's too cheap. That's real boring. He's still yeah. expensive. It'll be boring, but you're going to end up on the right side. My question is, I think the Blue Jays are going to be very good for a very long time, and they just signed Kevin Gaussman. Yep. I believe. They have a pretty good rotation now. Yeah. What do you think about Vladdy Jr. and Bo Bichette? Bo is for sure underpriced. Bo is a very good player. Bo, you get it like half the price of Vladdy's stuff yeah. right now, if not 
40%. If Bo was the star on his own team, he would be in that same conversation. He just happens to be in Vladdy Jr.'s very large shadow. <laughs> um, but I, I think Bo's definitely a buy, but even Vladdy, like, he he was in, he almost had a triple crown this year. Yeah. If he does that for a team that wins the AL East and then they start a winning deep rings, run into the playoffs. Yeah. Definitely. So it's something to think about. He's he's not as good as deal as the others. Um, just because again, his dad, he's cool, that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's priced in. But if they start cool they start winning the East, well, that could be something. You got any names left? I got two. Uh well the only other was a prospect I was gonna mention, but Brennan Davis. Yeah. I actually have another Cubs prospect. Do you? Yeah. I'm let's, interested to hear who it's going to be. Let's start with Mark Kenya. I know you're saying he is not sexy, but this is, not a, Robbie Grossman. this is a classic George situation. <laughs> he wasn't sexy. <laughs> he just signed a two-year, $26.5 million deal with the Mets. He has been basically all-star production over the last three years, an offensive war of almost 10 over the last three seasons, one of which was very short. He is about to be in the biggest baseball market in the country. If you are a good Mets, you can enter lore. Um, I think that this is... like You can get his raw Bowman Chrome to 50. Excuse me, to 150 for $14.99. So, looking at it that way, he's going to have to be one of the stars from the Mets. Which I think he will be. Yeah. I mean, his stuff is you're you're playing with with pennies here. This is this is About not Starling Marte. Uh, I mean, Starling will be good too. At this point in their careers, Kenya might be a better player. Okay. I mean, you're you're not going to retire. You're going to scoop some up. I mean, I we've previously mentioned my PayPal balance, <laughs> so no, probably not. But at the point where that cease, that starts to be a crooked number, then yeah, sure, maybe. Um, it it seems like a very limited autograph selection. I, I couldn't find one that I was like, oh yeah, there we go. Did he sign any first Bowman's? Uh, I don't think so. There's one that was like in person signed. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, the other name. This is a guy that I so I had a short lived run as a uh, South Bend Cubs podcaster. This is a guy that I I spoke about a lot with their their play by play guy Max Toma, Nelson Velasquez. You may have seen some buzz He's about been him a South Bend Cub for a while. He is, I believe, twenty three. He has, uh, he spent the majority of the year this year in South Bend. He also had actually had some success at double A Arizona fall league MVP. And I think he's, so, so this is going to this corner is, outfielder. Uh, I think he's been playing center, but yeah, he'll end up in the corner, in the corners. Um, he's like the 27th or 28th best prospect in the Cubs organization, according to MLB pipeline. But there are certain guys Yikes. that you just have to use the eye test for. There are not a lot of guys in the minor league that hit with the power and honestly like there is a little bit of an approach there he has great speed like when you picture a ball player a athletic corner outfielder you're thinking of Nelson Velasquez and i think there is something there um his only product out there right now is a 2016 leaf perfect game auto that you can get for $35 raw that is the only uh card that is not like a south bend cubs card which there are some of maybe maybe scoop that up so um, so nothing signed. Or I'm buying leaf this signed? leaf perfect game card, and the first time something like real pops, I I take a swing on him. I think that there is there is a lot of uh, room in that Cubs outfield. No offense for him to get some serious at bats over these next couple of years. Six hours ago from the Athletic, how Cubs prospect Nelson Velasquez made a career changing adjustment that has put him on the map. 
All right. Let's let's pump the brakes on the quote unquote career changing <laughs> adjustment because you know how many articles are written about adjustment changes over the course of a baseball season? About a thousand. He may but be MVP. He he might be an MVP guy. So here's the thing. Like if he hits, like if he becomes everything that is in his tool case, I mean he he could be in that range. All right, so MVP candidate. Give me a percentage for Velazquez. I assume. Uh, two to, yeah, two I was thinking 3.9%. Brennan Davis. MVP candidate? Uh, 25%. Okay. So I, at the I price difference, Davis. Velazquez might be. Yeah. Might I mean, the, the problem is, is there just isn't like a premium product out there. Yeah. But I'm right. assuming there will be. So my, yeah, my, my Cubs prospect was Brennan Davis, but he is even now. He's expensive. He's very expensive. Yeah. He is. He flew he up the charts good. this year, though. He's very good. Yeah. We we saw him. Were you were you with me? The game that he was here in South Bend. I don't think so. He was a man among boys. He was here for like three days, and, and it was like, all right, no, you're you're good. Move on up. Um, and I could see him making his debut this year, which would be a big time deal for you guys because you know, he can be very good this year. Yeah, just need something to be excited. Of course, it would start service time though, so. That's true. Maybe yeah, not. next year. So everything from Juan Soto to Miguel Blaze, we covered it. Yeah. There's your baseball buying guide. Don't buy don't buy pitchers. That's our other yeah. one. And catchers. Yeah, not a single pitcher or catcher listed. Don't which do I it. wouldn't would never recommend. Don't do it. Um, you want to give a couple lines that you like? Oh yeah. I don't have like a parlay or a teaser. I just have a couple college football lines that I, I am in one of love each. with. All right. Oh no, just kidding. Two two teasers. Let's do Teaser, straight line, teaser, straight line. All right. So I have a 4.6 team, uh, or four team, six point teaser for college football. Okay. Uh, UTSA is plus one against Western Kentucky. Okay. They were formerly undefeated. They just lost their undefeated season. They're going to be pissed. By the way, I am, a, I am a firm believer in gambling to bet on teams that should be pissed off. Like, if you had something bad happen to you the previous week, I am all in for this week. And UTSA fits the mold. Meet, meet. <laughs> um, speaking of, the Roadrunners. Why are there not more teams called the Roadrunners? Because that's awesome. I, you got to be a fast team if you're going to be Got to be a fast team. So, anyway, uh, give me the Roadrunners plus seven against Western Kentucky. We sniff this one out. Georgia is minus six and a half against Bama. Um, so, I'll just get that one out of the way. You might have my other one in there, too, but that's one of my straight lines. So tease that down to, to uh, minus 0.5? Uh, yes. Uh, there is no way that Bama covers that. I mean, we're idiots. This has been well proven a million times. But what are you setting that line at? I was thinking, what did I say, 12, 15? I was saying like range. 14. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Cincy is minus 10.5 against Houston. I know nothing about Houston, but Cincy's due to just like blow the doors off of somebody. So tease that down to minus 4.5. And Iowa is plus 10 and a half against my boys. I I think that we're probably going to win, but I don't think that it's going to be a particularly comfortable one. Give me 16 and a half points. Could like, be a slop fest. Yeah, I'm all yeah. over that. 16 and a half points. Just, that's a lot of points for that that's game. That's a lot of points. All right, so my other straight line, I think Oklahoma State's going to rock Baylor. I don't think Baylor's very good. What's that line at? Four. Yeah, and definitely. O- Oklahoma State. They have an outside shot to get in. Like, they could definitely jump Notre Dame. They could... I could also see them choking under that pressure. Could. But... Because so, they are not men. The coach is a man. <laughs> He's 40. 
So they, they are not men. They could. They have an outside shot of jumping Notre Dame. They have an outside shot of not even needing to jump Notre Dame. Both could get in. That's more of an outside shot. But they have to rock Baylor to even get into this discussion. So I think they lose that game to Baylor. I think I think Baylor beats them. I mean, I, all I, right. I couldn't name a single player on either team. So take all of this with so a grain of salt. Let's end with this chaos weekend. Your boys lose to Iowa. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma State loses that game to Baylor. Georgia rocks Bama. Give me the four teams in. So obviously Georgia. Yeah. You guys, Cincy. Then what? Honestly, it'll probably be Ohio State. They'll probably just cycle their way back up. That's how it always works. That'd be a disaster. That would be so bad. That would be such a terrible playoff. But in their defense in that say, in that case, basically any variation of the playoffs from here on out is Sucks. probably going to yeah. be bad. Yeah, so. there's really no... Unless we can... So pending this weekend, then there's a chance we get that rematch in the title game. Georgia-Bama. That would be fine. Doesn't seem likely. I'm not sure it'll go well. But we'll see this weekend. If it's a good game, it's something to look forward to, the yeah. rematch. And you give Saban a million hours to prep. Yeah. and a, You never know. But I am – I know you're not pulling for it, but I am pulling for Bama to make the playoff, even if it's for the sake of Notre Dame. Um, just I so we love have how terrified game. you are of Notre Dame making the playoffs. That's my favorite thing. I've just – I've been down this road multiple times now to where – it, it, it's the same thing's going to happen again. And all it's going to do is make that dat, quote unquote data point that much stronger that, yeah, they can make the playoff, but then what happens? We should, I mean, they should probably just fire Brian Kelly. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Touchdown just, Tommy. Just, just get rid of him. But it, we talked about this Jack Cone cross the 50 against Georgia. No, definitely not. I don't think so. So you would want that. Say uh, you're a Notre Dame fan. You're oh, no, I don't season. want that. I just think it's funny. No, if s- you were a Notre Dame fan, oh. would you want to make the playoff? See, I've never experienced my team going to the playoffs. Like, so I, I genuinely don't know Notre what Dame it's like. Um, You've been there twice in the last three years. Probably not. Nope. Or you could have a nice New Year's Day win against yeah. Oklahoma State in the Fiesta Bowl and then go watch Duke Notre Dame that yeah, night in I, basketball. Yeah, that, that's that's the play that's for the sure. Move. I'm, I'm, you've talked me into <laughs> it. Right. On the show next week, we have Rex from the sports card shop at MoCo in New Buffalo. Um, that right was up a, the street. Yeah, that was a fun interview. We did, we did some ripping afterwards, obviously. That probably goes without saying. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and we'll, we'll have a little bit of holiday-themed fun next week. And I like that Rex, his background is retail. Yeah. So he kind of took a, a little bit more of a, a business. It's, he's, a, oh, he's a recent shop. I want to say a year, maybe a little bit more than a year he's been open. And, yeah, a little bit more of a business side of things. When yeah, it was interesting. It. And, yeah. of course, he has kids in the hobby there that go well, and it's uh, – it's what, 30, 35 minutes from where we're sitting right now? Yeah, something, Maybe like, something that. like that. But yeah, next week we got Rex.